Yo, 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 what's up, man? You tuning in to Corporate Thugging Podcast, where we striving to bring you the best of both worlds from the most urban of the urban topics to the most corporate of the corporate topics, man. I'm your co-host, Devil, followed by... Your boy, Isaac. Yes, sir, and we want to appreciate and thank everybody for tuning in and listening to us, man. So without further ado, we're going to get into the first topic. So I would like to know, what is your morning ritual? Like, is there anything specific you do in the morning that may be different from other people? Oh, I say yes. Okay, so I got two morning rituals. I got a morning ritual for, well, when I go to work, and my work schedule is uh, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Monday, and I got a uh, morning ritual on when I'm off of work, which is Tuesday through Thursday, but I have, like, school and other things I need to do during that time, so on my work days, my morning ritual is to get up. I got to be at work at 9.30, so I get up get up about 7, I, uh read the Bible. That's the first thing I do. I read like a chapter from the Bible, whatever I feel like I'm struggling with. And then I pray. Then I take a shower. And then I try to do me like four exercises before work. So or at work or when I get to work. And when I get after I exercise I eat me oatmeal or some type of hearty breakfast. And then for that day I'm gonna work on applying for jobs, uh school work, working on our business. I'm do uh I'm in a intertwine between three different things so school career and business while I'm at work because my work not so like on the computer so I just try to do that do a lot of stuff like that at work so and when I get home I be more tired so I just try to like we do the podcast around eight nine ten sometimes at night so I just take a break till we do the podcast and I just restart for the next day but uh, I do got like a list of goals I try to aim for. And it's basically the same, like, on my days off, too. It's just I'm just off, so I got a longer period of time to get it done. That makes sense. I know that, um, so for me, some things that I do that some people may not do, like, one of my uh, friends, he's a Native American, so he was telling me about, like, in the morning, I've been trying to do it for these past couple of days, um, you go outside when you first wake up, and you go outside barefoot, and you just, um, you just stand on the ground, like, not on no concrete, like on the dirt or the grass, like, really connect to the earth. And they say they get you grounded, and they, uh, it protects your energy throughout the day. Like, you, you really get calm, and you get receive the energy from the earth, and all your in negative energy go out through your body into it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, uh, he told me about that. He also told me one thing I don't do in the morning, I really try not to do. I don't like to eat anything dead in the morning. So, whether that's, like, an egg or bacon or sausage, like, I fuck up sometimes, bro, I'm not gonna lie, but I, I consciously know, like, I'm not supposed to, I consciously try to not eat anything dead in the morning, so I really stick to fruits, vegetables, and water, uh, if I can, in the morning, so those are, like, two things that I do in the morning, oh, and, uh, I say, you know, say my prayers and stuff when I wake up, but, uh, those two things, I think, like, are really helpful in the morning, they help keep you going, like, it gives you an extra boost of energy, I think, because if, if I eat meat or something hard, he- heavy in the morning, it shit really gonna slow me down for the rest of the day, kind of. Right, I understand it. So, speaking of that, and seeing how we're young and in our 20s, a lot of people would talk about, like, investing here and investing there, uh, but I think sometimes it's really cool to invest in yourself, especially, like, if you have a hobby, because a lot of times I feel like that hobby can grow into something you never expected it to grow into, right? right. So for us, we can look at it one way as though we put money into this podcast. We want it below. We manifested that this is going to grow into something big, something large. Um, but at the end of the day, we, we 
invested in ourselves because this is something we thought would be fun. So we enjoy doing the work and whatnot. So I would like to ask you, what do you have any hobbies or something you can align people with that invest in themselves or something you find attractive to you that, that you invest in? Oh, uh, yeah. I'm a, um, I'm interested in like more entrepreneurial type of things. I like, so I kind of invest into like entrepreneurial magazines or if I want to work on some type of project that I feel like I don't have any income coming in, and I invest in that, like outsourcing people to do the work for me, and I just get to have my percentage of it, you know. So I outsource a lot of work. Can you elaborate on that one for us a little bit? Like, put us up on game about the outsourcing that you be doing. So let's say you want to make some money, but you don't want to do it yourself, so to, so to say, because you got a busy day. So let's say you know somebody want to get their paper written or they need something done and you know somebody who can do it overseas or on the internet or you just know somebody who will do it at a cheaper price than what you asked them for so they'll tell me a certain price and i know where i can get it from for cheaper so that i get that person to do the essay write that essay for me so to say and they'll send it back to me and i read i reread it i fix any grammar corrections that i feel like wrong you know, I make all the improvements that I feel like, and then I give it to that person and just get that, that money on top of it. But it don't just not okay. essays. You can do anything. Okay, okay. And how do you come in contact with these people, like, overseas and stuff? Um, Through different websites, like Upwork, Fiverr. Uh, you can meet folks on Facebook, but I trust, I trust Fiverr because they got so many options of people that you can meet from all over the place with all type of backgrounds, so... I try to look into people like that, and I just look at their reviews. I make sure they're official, and once I make sure they're official, we do long-term business. Okay, and how do you spell it? You said fiber, F-I-B-E-R? F-I-V-E-R. It's oh, Fiverr. It's like F-I-V-V-E-R, like Fiverr, yeah, like that. <laughs> okay, okay. And um, I know for me, well, because I was watching um, – I was watching about Swiss Beats, like, he had his interview, and he was like, uh, yeah, they were talking about art, and how he really got into art, and, and, like, he knows what he's doing, like, obviously, he has capital to purchase whatever he wants, but he really had to study and know, like, what pieces, what pieces are going to appreciate, what pieces are going to devalue, and so he said, at first, you should always get into it because you like it, so when he first got into it, he was only doing it because... He wanted to get art. The more he purchased, the more he did his research, and the more he started to, and the more you're around it, oh, you, this is going to be worth more than this. This is going to appreciate. This is going to depreciate. But he said he learned that over time throughout his hobby of collecting art. And the same thing through Tyler Perry when he collects model planes and stuff. Right. So, when, so that's what they were saying. Like Initially, you're just going to do it because it's something you just really want to do. He said, over time, like, the more you do it, the more you're going to research and be like, what am I buying? How is this appreciating? You know what I'm saying? Looking, at, You may not be looking. So, for me, mine is, like, vinyl records, right? I, I didn't mean, I just started earlier at the top of this year, but it's been, like, about five months into it and whatnot. And so, initially, I'm just, I'm. Uh, you don't have to be in the game to resell, especially, like, if you're doing your hobby or to make money. But for me, personally, I know I was just buying them like, oh, this album's meaningful to me. This album's meaningful to me. Oh, I like this album. I really want to get this vinyl. And the more I did my research on the back end, 
I learned like some of the ones I was getting were valuable or limited or rare. But now that I'm getting into it more, more and more, especially with quarantine and shit, the more research I'm doing, like, oh, this vinyl is limited. Oh, Future got Dirty Sprite too. They sell the deluxe one in the store, but they only got this deluxe one with you think they got multicolored ones on it. But really, in actuality, you don't want the deluxe one. You want the, the regular one that come in just a purple vinyl because that one was only limited to a thousand copies and it's going to have like, and how do I know it's real or not? You're going to see like it's it's in, written in like a foil numbering on the back of it, like one through 1,000. You see what I'm saying? So like you, you learn more throughout your hobby the more that you do it. So even if you necessarily like are investing in something you aren't making any money, if you truly enjoy it and it's, and it ain't something that's deteriorating you, you know what I'm saying? Then I would say just continue that and also like just do the research and the growth will come in time that you're doing it. So with me, it's been five months, but I still ain't shit without with knowing it. But it's cool like to see the growth and progression from what somebody else said to like when you actually do it and you see like, oh, this is what that person was talking about in your, like with your hobby and shit. Right. Because I'm pretty sure with you, you had a learning curve as well throughout your process, right? Right, right. It's a lot of trial and error with anything you try, you know, but you just got to be patient and just wait on it and try to, sometimes you just got to focus in on one thing. Don't try to do more than one thing at once. Like, I mean, you can do two, right. like maybe two. Yeah, you probably get away with two, three the most. You probably get away with two. You probably get away two. three most. Three most, the most. most. Yeah. <laughs> don't try to put your. That's if you got capital, like you just moving, moving, right. moving, moving, right. moving. Don't spread because you can. Two. It's easy to spread yourself thin. So don't, don't spread yourself thin because if you pay attention, a lot of folks who done made it, they were just focusing on that craft. You know what I'm saying? On that type of craft. So yeah. Try to like don't don't spread yourself like so thin. Okay. And um, what do you think, so do you think when you go to sleep, if you dream about somebody, what do you think that means? Do you think that means that person is dreaming about you? Do you think that person thinking about you? Do you think he was just thinking about that person too much that day? Or is it a significant sign or is it like, damn, bro, why did I just dream about this person? What do you, what do you think about that? When I, when I have dreams about folks, it just be like girls. And it just be about like yeah, me too. <laughs> it just be girls, <laughs> and it might be girls I don't even be talking to. It just be I guess I just yeah. like it, so I'm on them subconsciously, and I just dreamed about it, but I never really even tried to talk to some of them. It just I guess it was just subconsciously something that I like, so that's probably what I dream about. But have you ever dreamed about a girl and woke up and be like, damn, but that mean I'm supposed to hear her? Or have you or it just be like, damn, I just subconsciously thought about that and keep it pushing throughout the day. Oh, uh, I be like, uh, I don't even hit her up because a lot of time I be forgetting my dreams. Like I, I can't remember my dreams. <laughs> I just remember that person being in there, but I don't remember what the dream was. What the dream was about. Right. That makes sense. What about um, what was about to say? Do you, so you do you write your dreams down? I know a lot of people write their dreams down. Who write their dreams down. It's a real thing. I heard some. Yeah, I heard some people, like, a couple of my uh, people I've spoken to uh, throughout my lifetime have told me, like, yeah, I write my dreams down so I don't forget them. Like, as soon as I wake up, I write my dream down. Like, everything that I can remember, I write it down because I know I'm going to forget that shit. And then I go back and read, like, oh, this day I dreamed about this. And, I, like, I know what I dreamed about. You know what I'm saying? Right. Right, so, right. I never wrote my dreams down, but that's something I could get into though, writing them down. Because I, I definitely people, be forgetting. They my be dreams. trying to get into it, like 
write their dreams down and look up what it mean online. You know what I'm saying? Like, look up like what happened. I don't be believing that online shit, bro. Cause it's like, how do you know this mean that? People bro? be doing that. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I think I think it'll be more beneficial to me to know I dreamed about this, and then I can I can reflect on it or whatever. So when something happened, I'm like, oh. This probably was a metaphor in my dream or something. I don't know, bro. I don't know. I'm just putting some shit together. But I think it would be pretty cool if I started writing down my dreams. Right. Right, right, right. You got to really, like, remember them, though. <laughs> I guess yeah, I got that. Yeah, because you wake up. As soon as you wake up, you be damn forgetting. Like, you just remember the certain part. And then later on that day, you probably going to forget that certain part. You remember, you just know it was about this. Yeah, you know it was That's about it. that person, you know. That's all. That's all you gonna remember. You just know it was about this. Right, right. <laughs> but tell me this: Have you ever been big on like astrology? Astrology. Um, um, I know Money Man was talking about it. I feel like I do it for shits and giggles. Like I um, I follow uh. All right, I'm gonna say it like this. So I'm gonna break it down into like some sections as far as astrology. So we have the um Cancer, right? Or whatever you are. Right. Um, your sign. Your sign, I guess. Your moon and your sign. Please don't kill me, y'all astrology enthusiasts, if I just mispronounced that. So, like, I took the test or whatever. And then, so, I guess, um, like, at heart, I'm a cancer. But if I'm if I'm trying to be outgoing to somebody, they can perceive me as being, like, a Gemini, uh, is, what, is what they said. But as far as being a cancer... Like, I've, I, whatever they write about a cancer, bro, I, I, it truly embodies me, personally. And it's not no made-up shit in my mind. Oh, yeah, that fits me. Oh, that fits me. No, like, I'm dead ass. Like, I, I just like a cancer. Like, I gave a speech one time in grad school, and a, a girl, she was like, you must be a cancer. I was like, yeah. Like, I'm a cancer through and through. But, so, I believe that. But as far as um, matchmaking or whatever... And I don't believe in that. Like, I feel like the woman for you is the woman for you, regardless of how she act. Like, you're going to like her for what you like her for, and her personality is going to make her who she is. That don't mean, like, necessarily, like, just because my highest compatibility with me is with a Taurus. I've never met a one. I met one woman, Taurus. I got a crush. I had a crush on her, but it's what it is. Like, it's not going to happen. So, but just because a woman is born in a certain month, I don't believe that she is the perfect match for me. Um, and as far as the horoscope thing goes, uh, I th- I enjoy reading them. I guess I follow one horoscope page, but it's not like I live or die by it. I read it, but I don't expect it to come into fruition. And that makes sense. So I guess the only thing about the horoscopes I believe is like I truly embody a cancer. And to all the women listening, man. If you if you want to do who truly embodies a cancer, you know what I'm saying? Just hit my line up. It's it's all good. We can we can work something out. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> what about you? Oh, I like it. I like astrology. I'm not gonna say I'm just into it, but I like astrology because if you do read it, the right ones, they do kind of relate to you yourself. But I know astrology astrology gets very deep. Like it can get very deep. Like tell you how your month how your month's gonna go tell you how your day gonna go like it can just it can get like deep once you really study into it so i never really studied into it but it's it's not something i'm against i know a lot of females they love astrology oh you an aquarius oh you this and that i ain't compatible with an aquarius you know they real big on stuff like that so 
I'm not against learning it, so I'll probably learn more later on just to see what it's really talking about. I heard Money Man talk about it, so I know he ain't going to stay up long. Yeah, Money Man do be talking about that uh, astrology junk. So you be, like, watching him when he be talking about the astrology? Um, he on, he'll, he'll talk about it briefly, like, on the live. He ain't going to, like, go into detail, detail, but he'll kind of talk about it briefly. And when he said something about it, I thought it was interesting because I never really hear, like, Men talk about astrology and how they read it and how they predict how, what they're gonna do for the month. I never really heard that. That's different. Okay. Okay. And uh, I know one thing. I really be looking at though. Sometimes I think it's better than astrology. Is um, is is like Chinese astrology. You know, like the year of the rat and all that shit like that. Um, so for me, I would, I would like, you should go look at that because it breaks down. Like it has your years, like it's a cycle. So 2020 is my year, right? And you would expect like your year to be like, what do you think of when you think like, if this is your year, this your astrology year, Oh, you would think it, you would think it'd be like good or something, right? But no, it's wrong. That's, that's, it's wrong. It's, it's, it's like bad if it's your year like you not shit not really gonna go your way if it's your year in their astrology sign so for me it was like it was saying and it's definitely coming into fruition now that i think about it it was like your relationship basically is going to perish or like you aren't going to have a good relationship um i don't have that right now and it my relationship did not go well this year uh but it said you're going to blossom as far as your career goes it said that's gonna blossom this year, and I graduated this year, and you know what I'm saying going through the job hunting processes. It's going pretty well for it to be quarantined right now. That's what I'll say pretty much about that. So that's coming into fruition as well. And like last year, it would say like this year is not gonna be good for you uh, physically, and last year was not good for me physically, aesthetically pleasing year for me uh, as as far as my physique. But this year is going pretty well. But the overall, they were saying, like, yeah, for the year of the rat, um, y'all going to have a pretty simple year this year, like, compared to other people's years where their year or their cycle, they is going to be pretty bad for them. They was like, it's not going to be that bad for you. So, like, I would check that out. Like, they, they're going with some pretty good detail as far as their Chinese astrology goes. Like, that shit is pretty deep. <laughs> okay, I'll look into that for sure. Yeah, I don't know what I don't know what you are, but I'm a rat, and it's like they even break I'm it down dog. into like a dog. But they even break it down into like the months you were born. So like they have a fire rat, uh, like an earth rat or water rat or something. Like they have like specific rat types of rats within you being a rat. So you're saying you're a dog, but it's like I'm pretty sure it's a specific type of dog that you are. And then from there you can read like about that specific type of dog. Like they break it down into like some details so like i, I like that more than the the the, the, the uh the one we know i don't know if it's american or whatever bro but that chinese one i like that one so what you got going on today you um you doing your getting active today right this is what you do run a mile today yeah i'm gonna run a mile today and then come in and do some push-ups and sit-ups and then after that just work on the podcast work on school stuff Work on work. career. Yeah. And, uh, <laughs> work, work, clean clothes. You know, I'm really just going to be in the house all day. They really going to probably be like a me day. True. And yeah. uh, what was I about to say? 
Uh, what about the work? So speaking of work and working on a podcast or something, if if you're trying to start up something small, bro, not to say that we just know what we're doing right now, but it is going to require a lot of work, a lot of legwork, a lot of groundwork in order to get your following up off the ground. So that means you're going to have to do it like a lot. If you're not really familiar with this, um, if you're not really familiar with doing all this Instagram or social media shit, you're going to have to do a lot of that, bro. And that's something that we've been learning a lot lately, like a lot of liking, a lot of commenting, a lot of following, a lot of just re-commenting on people who comment your shit, like reposting. Like, I ain't never been on social media this much in my life. <laughs> this right. is so new to me. And uh, speaking of that, and then when you do it too, it's just like you get a lot of love, right? People show you a lot of love or a lot of comments or whatnot. So what would you say to people who, like me, so it felt really awkward to me to receive so much love like bro we supporting you Ooh, this because i'm so used to being an underdog i really enjoy that underdog feeling that underdog setting like i really don't be wanting you to root for me but you can't be saying that to people who support you bro so how do you feel is that is that something like a psychological thing because i know a lot of people just in general try to reject love or they can portray love but they can't accept love so what do you think about that it's as far as being able to display love but not being able to fully accept love or embrace somebody for loving you for who you are. I mean, I feel like somebody y'all should accept love. Um, I mean, some some people do give fake love too. Some niggas give know. fake love. It's <laughs> yeah, a lot of fake know, love. They bro. really want to see you bad. They just do fake love. So you got to know yeah. how to distort that and who that person is. Sometimes it's hard to do that. But if it's just real, genuine love, like real, genuine support, you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? I feel like you shouldn't embrace that because, you know, real genuine love, they ain't have to do that. They ain't your family or nothing. They just doing it because they support you. You shouldn't embrace that because that's love, and I feel like you should give it back. But when it comes to fake love, ah, thank you, and just go on about your business because you know how they really feel. Yeah. Okay. So you should, you should be able to peep that, though, like just the energy off the vibe. You should be able to peep that. Right. Most definitely. Okay. Okay. And, um, how, how would you huh? handle fake love, though? How would you yourself handle fake love? How would you know it's fake love? Um, I just be going off of energy, bro. I'm a big energy person. Like I'm a big vibe person. Uh, fake love. I guess I'm um um. I take it to corporate world, bro. I always take it to corporate world in this show. So I feel like uh, corporate world is the most fakest love I have ever seen in my entire life, bro. Oh, my gosh. This is so fake as fuck, in my opinion. It's it's so fake. I just had to play along with the script at some time. Like, I'm going in there, not necessarily with a bad pre-notion about everyone, but I know for certain in my heart. This is not, I cannot call this person in, in a time of need, period, whatever, whoever I meet in the corporate world. So, they'll be talking to me. I mean, I go along with the conversation, but you just got to play it accordingly. Like, don't volunteer any information, period, that you don't need to volunteer. And secondly, I just keep it cordial, like, hey, how you doing? Oh, okay, ha, ha. I do a little fake laugh. I be fake right along with them, if that makes sense. I be fake, right? I be the most genuinely fake person right along with fake love it's and i equate that to being in the corporate setting 
And sometimes it'll get you places where you need to go. But you just got to know in yourself, like, who you are as, as a person, as a character. Like, you you don't go for the fake shit, but you just had to do what you got to do. But just go along with it sometimes. But if it's if it's interfering with me, like if a nigga showing me fake love just to get close to me or whatever, then, I, you know what I'm saying, I'm, I'm, a, I'm just going to say straight up, like, whatever, you know, cut it out. Cap, cut it out or whatever. But in the instance right. of the corporate world and the fake love there, I just play along with it, bro. I just play my role. Smiling now like the Asians do. Yeah, that's what you got to do. They don't be knowing what they be thinking in their head. <laughs> that's what you got to do, though. Just play that. Smiling now. Smiling now. Oh, oh, really? Nice, nice. Really? Awesome, man. That's so awesome. In your head, you be like, bro, I can't wait to goddamn get away from you, man. Right, right. They're real fake, love. They really judging you. This how good. This how you be, you be, you had to deal with that? Uh, yeah, I didn't probably had to deal with fake love before. Um, you know, this is a job period, but you know, I don't, I don't really talk to folks so much at the job. I just, hey, good morning, good afternoon. Oh, I didn't know you worked this day and leave it at that. You know, I'm not trying to go in deep. If we just in a like, like full blown conversation with this person, like, oh yeah, you know what I'm saying? They're volunteering information type of thing, bro. Just really get into a conversation. You know, you don't want right. to talk to them. Because some folks, I like, like, I feel like when I talk to them, they just be listening, trying to soak up all my game and stuff, and be good, and they gonna tell me nothing. So, no, so I just um, I cut it out fast. Like I just, I, I know how to oh, just keep it brief, you know. Sometimes, sometimes I know, like in, in my world, like I'll be talking to somebody, and you know, I think I'm very educated. But I be talking, and I can just hear them. Like, as soon as I hear that first, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, but I ain't even finished the sentence, you know what I'm saying? Then I'm like, oh, you cut off forever. I'm never, yeah. ever speaking to you again in my life. Like, I don't know. I don't know if I be too personal with that shit, but if you say, mm-hmm, before I finish my sentence, or like, yeah, mm-hmm, you know how to, I ain't gonna feel, you know how white girls be saying, yeah, mm-hmm, yeah, mm-hmm, yeah. That is the most annoyingest shit, bro. I would not talk to you no more, bro. I'd be like, yeah. And I'd just walk, turn around, bro. That is the most annoyingest shit. Please do not do that. Oh, my gosh. That is the one way to show me that it is fake love. Or I really perceive that as being fake love. If you cut me off before I finish my sentence, I will not talk anymore. <laughs> not a, it's a difference between cutting me off to, to, to add your input on what I was saying. But it's different to be like, mm-hmm, yeah. What? All right. <laughs> oh, no, don't do that. Yeah, Please fake. I hate that. that. I hate that shit, bro. I hate that. I'd have been on an interview one time, and they did that. And I knew, like, it was a good job. But in my heart, bro, I was just like, okay. I see how this is going. And I shut down damn near. That's what the perfect say. I will shut down if you do that to me. I shut down immediately. Right. They're not do you shut? Listening. Huh? They trying to they trying to get you to hurry up or something. Hurry up, like you hearing me and like, bro, I'm not going for that shit, bro. <laughs> I'm not right. going for that shit. I think, um, yeah, I think I think it's good to have, but I think that comes from like, I don't want to say common sense more so as street smarts and common sense mixed together to be able to peep out a lot of that shit that be going on in the corporate world that folks won't even peep out. Ahead of time, you see what I'm saying? Do you think that that helps out a lot? Because you know that that um, not saying having a street mentality, but just having like street smarts and common sense along with your book smarts. I feel like 
if you combine both of those and you go into the corporate world, like you a dangerous individual, bro. Can't nobody really handle you because the way you think. Right. I think that's true. Right, right. You just know how to move and think before it happens type of deal. Yeah. That's you, yeah, you know that's how to get in and out. You know how to work over this person, this person. You know how to get in. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, you it's know how to get in. You know how to move. You know what I'm saying? If you know how to move, you good. You just know how to adapt. Like, you know what I'm saying? No matter what it is. That's the word, adapt, bro. You know, you need to know how to adapt to your surroundings and your environment. I think being exposed to, to both environments really allows for you to adapt, bro. And But one of, the, one of the quotes I like from Wayne, and he was like, damn, bro, I'm probably going to put this shit on the page, too. But it was like, um, I love being misunderstood. Why? Because I live in the suburbs, but I come from the hood. Bring the Bring the hook in. But just that part of, like, I love being misunderstood. Why? Because I live in the suburbs where I come from the hood. But there's a lot of things are going to be misunderstanding to you. You're going to see a lot of things differently. You're going to move differently. But to you, you're going to be able to see a different or a deeper layer than most would. You see what I'm saying? So your opinion and the way you act is going to translate to you being misunderstood quite often if you do voice your opinion on facts. So sometimes I just move accordingly and I really don't be saying too much. I don't really voice my opinion unless it's like something I need to voice my opinion on. That makes sense. Right. Yeah, man. And um, so you got anything else you want to talk about? Oh, man. No, not really. I thought you were going to get on the black segment. Oh, yeah. Let me get on the black. I just wanted to see if you had anything else you had to, wanted to get off your chest or some topics you wanted to get off your chest this morning. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's fresh this morning. You know, usually we do it at night, so I'll be having the whole day. Whole day <laughs> to just go through yeah, that shit. Yeah, we started yeah. early today, so early this morning, so everything just still new. <laughs> so I wanted to talk about the um the commit. Now, please do not, please do not, qu- well, quote me on this, but I'm trying to interpret it the best way I have. So. This this fact today doesn't come from a book where I can read you the line straight up. My my grandfather gifted me this um this damn near poster which has the origins of the African people starting from fifty two hundred BC up until forty two hundred BC, forty five hundred BC, uh forty uh fifty two hundred BC to forty two hundred BC. I think the first dynasty was established by means um in Upper Egypt. Uh, when they defeated the Asians to push them to lower land Egypt, that was in 3100 BC. But it also he also amalgamated, uh, which for y'all black people who don't know what amalgamation means, it means uh, like combined with Asians, and many considered to be that to be the uh, the crutch of all of the first dynasty. And means means king of kings, like this was the king of kings. But that's not the fact of the day. That's just a bonus fact, I guess. Uh, the fact of the day. So I learned how to interpret this thing a little better. Um, I wanted to give you the proper name for Egypt during this time. I guess it would be the first name of the original people there. Um, and that is Kemet, K-E-M-E-T. And it says Kemet, a.k.a. Egypt. And this uh, started from the 5200s. It says, from their Central African origins, humankind migrated with the flows, with the flow south to north. Of the great river Nile, along the valley, settlements formed that later grew into civilizations, generating cultures that collaborated with nature. These ancients created phenomena that still baffle us today. 
the understanding portrayed by the oldest mathematical artifacts, the central African Lebombo bone, this is 35,000 BC, and Ishango bone, 25,000 BC, later formed the backbone of civilization, and this timeline is created to clearly show that our lineage and inheritance back to that marvelous potential that still lies within our human genius. So just just some, uh, that's a little backstory uh, about African, uh, black African civilization. And the, I guess the bottom line is the best one that says, um, this timeline is created to clearly show our lineage and inheritance back to marvelous potential that still lies within our human genius. Just know that blackness is in, uh, God is all men of blackness and know that you are God and carry yourself in accordingly. You are uh, royalty, young black men and women, and carry yourself accordingly. And do some research and read, bro. I know black people don't read. Can you pick up a book, please? Thank you. <laughs> read a book. Read a book. Read, read a book. book, bro. I don't give a fuck <laughs> if it's two pages a day. Can you read a book, please? Hey, I don't remember that song. Minutes, bro. Read a book. Brush your teeth. Brush your teeth. Yeah, I remember that song, <laughs> bro. <laughs> it's okay to read, bro. You're not corny yeah. if you read a book, bro. I oh, promise nah. you. It's not cool being dumb. It is not cool to be ignorant, bro. Who the fuck said that was cool, bro? Nobody. It's not cool at all. Because the thing is, you're going to get into an argument with somebody about African-American history who ain't going to be African-American. They're going to know more than you, or so it seems, and they're going to point out all type of little Specific details, you're gonna be feeling stupid because you ain't gonna be able to say nothing to combat what they're saying, or and just in this subject, the topic, anyways. But that can go for any topic, whether it be sports. A lot of y'all want to know about sports and this, that, and the third. Y'all know every minute detail of LeBron James, but you can't tell me. You see me? Nothing. I don't know, bro. That's just me. That's just the way I be thinking. So um, it's cool to read, man. It's cool to be smart, man. It's cool to be different, bro. That's really fire as fuck. Yeah, man. It definitely is. And um, before we close out today, I want to read a, a Bible scripture. It's from Psalms chapter 34, verse 18. It says, the Lord is close to the brokenhearted and saves those who are crushed in spirit. So uh, I took it as. Can you repeat that one more time for me? The Lord is close to the brokenhearted and saves those who are crushed in spirit. Psalms 34, verse 18. You know, just keep your faith and uh, just have faith in God. You're not broken as long as you're alive. You can change a majority of your situation. So just keep faith and stay strong. Amen. Thank, thank you for that, man. So, man, well, uh, this proves to our podcast for today. Thank you guys for tuning in. It's your host, Isaac. And it's your boy, Devo. And we out.